0: Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you and hey again I I did this with Winstraw already where I was going through my my library of videos and I was looking for things and I "I don't even have a Winstraw video just a basic Winstraw video. Well I don't have a basic Aromasin video either. I've got Aromasin versus Arimidex. I've got Arimidex and I don't have Aromasin which I like better. Which makes no sense. So we're going to talk about that today. But before we get into that, just a big shout out and thank you to everybody watching and supporting the channel. I cannot thank you enough. You guys are absolutely amazing. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, like, share, whatever you can do to help the channel grow. It is thoroughly appreciated. Now. Also, today's video is sponsored by Let's Get Check.com. Let's Get Check.com specializes in at-home blood testing. I talk about them often because they are awesome. They literally are the elite of the elite for at-home blood testing now. So it's quick, simple, and efficient. All you got to do is go to their website, Let's Get They've got a wide array of of different tests you can do for both men and women, wellness, general health, they, they do COVID testing, uh, testing, sexual health, full hormonal panels, anything and everything, they do it. Now, you can use the code jameli 30 save yourself 30% off so you can buy even more tests. Order your tests, have them shipped to you. You can get them sent either priority mail or overnighted, and then once you get them, take the test, turn around, send them right back. You're going to get your results fast and timely and then after you get results you can talk to nurses and doctors right there on the site if you have any questions or concerns so it's so awesome all the way around jameli30 saves you 30 percent off letsgetcheck.com so we have to talk about aromasin today I, like i said i can't believe i don't have this one up and i apologize but hey we figured it out and we'll get it up there so Aromacin is actually the trade name for eczema stain. And what is Aromacin or eczema stain? Actually, it's a drug that's used to treat breast cancer in women. That's obviously not what we're talking about today, but that's the general purpose of it. And we know like Clomid, Novodex, all of these male fertility, and or breast cancer treatments. That's what we're using in bodybuilding for steroid control, recovery, et cetera. Most of us know that, but if you don't, that's why you're here to learn and kind of see, hey, wow, that's crazy. Because it does sound crazy. If, if I was not around this and didn't know anything and I read that, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, seriously? But, you know, that's why we're here to learn so you can understand. Now, aromasin It's similar to Arimidex being and I've done the aromasin versus aromidex video, but it's a member of the aromatase inhibitor class of drugs. Now, the original manufacturer um, was Upjohn, I believe, but today Pfizer is the most well-known drug company that actually distributes eczema stain. Um, Now, it actually wasn't FDA approved until 1999. That's why you never heard of it a lot in in old school bodybuilding, etc. And and it's become extremely popular across the, the world for menopausal women. But before we get into bodybuilding stuff, we gotta talk about the science of it. Now it's a suicidal aromatase inhibitor. So that means it actually permanently is going to disable the aromatase enzyme once it binds to it. That's why we call it a suicidal inhibitor because it, it kills the estrogen. It's going to prevent what currently is bound enzymes from rebounding. So that's what separates it from Letro or Arimidex, essentially. So when you use other aromatase inhibitors, what do they do? What's the difference? They temporarily stop estrogen from aromatizing. But when you stop taking them, those same exact enzymes can sometimes rebound. And that's why we talk about estrogen rebound in cycles. That's what happens and why. So it's nice to understand what actually goes on there. So this explains why some steroid users actually experience gynecomastia after their cycles when they stop using their aromatase inhibitors. One of the reasons why I like aromacin in my PCT, just one of, and I've talked about that before. Studies on breast cancer patients have shown aromacin reduced estrogen levels up to like 85%. Now, let us talk about the bodybuilding while a lot of us are here. Certain anabolic steroids are gonna to convert to estrogen in the body like we know. So like your testosterone esters, D-ball, certain nandrolones, these are just some examples. Um, and then there's others but these are the main examples if you don't control your estrogen you're going to run the risk of developing several different types of estrogenic side effects gynecomastia, water retention uh, increases in blood pressure heart problems Um, you're going to have excess weight put on sensitivity to sodium there's a domino effect that can occur if estrogen gets out of control I mean think about carrying like two gallons of water extra around a day you do not want this feeling it's a lot of people get depressed when they have high estrogen a lot Um, sexual side effects and and like i said the sensitivity to sodium you're going to feel run down tired your blood pressure is going to be off the charts lack of motivation it defeats the entire purpose of running a cycle i'm sorry if you're going to run steroids in the first place you don't want all of this going on so you've got to control your estrogen When you come off a cycle with high estrogen levels, it can interfere with the recovery as well. All right, it's going to slow down recovery. You don't want any of this. People think sometimes I push aromatase inhibitors. There's a reason. I don't push them, but you have to understand and this is why some people don't like them. If you run it too high, it's going to eliminate too much estrogen, which is also a problem. Negative effects on your libido, your mood, your joints. It's a suicide inhibitor, like I said. You've got to dial in your dose. It's person-to-person specific based on so many factors. Don't just start throwing random doses out there without doing blood work, testing things thoroughly, and knowing exactly what you're doing. That's why people have problems. I do not want to go crazy on a rant here, but the reason people hate aromatase inhibitors, have misconceptions, have problems is they don't understand how to use them. It's total misuse. And a lot of it is... Be, it's laziness because people don't want to do blood work. They don't want to test it properly. They just want to wing it. And it doesn't work that way. Steroids don't work that way. You don't just wing shit. It doesn't, it, it never works out. It doesn't correlate. I'm not being a prick or a dad here. I'm being honest. Like, if we just take a little bit of extra time, which you should be, we're talking about your body, we're talking about foreign substances that, let's face it, do have side effects that can can really hurt you if you don't do them properly you should take the time to understand them learn them and be delicate with them i know the word delicate and bodybuilding doesn't go hand in hand but for fuck's sake your health sure does go along with the word delicate all right i'm sorry but it just does and just because you're a bodybuilder doesn't mean you don't have kids which you're delicate with or a wife or significant number or whatever that you're not delicate with or feelings of your family your parents etc so be delicate with your health okay if anything it's not being weak it's being smart now aromasin versus arimidex as i said um earlier in the video i have this video out make sure to check that out because i really go into detail which i'm not going to do here um the main advantage that that i have for aromasin here is that it's going to prevent estrogen rebound and what it does is it permanently disables the aromatase enzyme, while Arimidex just cannot. And and that's what I've talked about before. And one of the reasons why I lock it or I like it. But Arimidex is easier to control in terms of like short-term dosing. So with shorter cycles, for instance, under eight weeks, there's no need to just go crazy and kill off your whole estrogen for a lot of people. I would still need it because I'm extremely estrogen prone. But it's to, that once again, this is general things that I'm talking about. All right, it doesn't apply to everybody. Aromasin versus Letro. So Letro is known to be too strong and too harsh. All right. It's it's really like only used when absolutely necessary. A lot of people are going to r- complain about depression, reduced libido, etc. when using Letro, especially for longer or higher doses. So what happens? Well, it's due to the fact that the aromatase in the brain being disabled by Letrozole use is is going on all right it's crucial to control your estrogen during your cycle but you don't want to cripple it you don't want unwanted sides and even though estrogen is a female hormone we still need it as men um so just be aware of that don't go crushing it you don't want to do that women have testosterone just like you know we have estrogen just smaller amounts but we still need it so In bodybuilding and steroid use, the side effects with aromacin are pretty rare if you're taking it properly at the appropriate. I'm talking side effects from just taking it normally and not crushing your estrogen. I've seen a few people that have complained about joint pain from dryness because it can dry you out. And so just lower your dose if that's going on. And if it continues, then it just may not be for you. Now, the side effects with females are a lot different and they're more common because even though the doses are similar, Uh, the female body is going to react a lot different than a man's is to an aromatase inhibitor. And, you know, females generally are going to be taking this a lot longer than we are, especially if they're needing it for other reasons like breast cancer. So, you know, understand that there's a risk anytime you take these things, especially if you don't use them properly. And that's why I'm trying to coach you and teach you how to properly go about using them. And that there's a lot more than me just throwing out a couple numbers and saying, okay, go run it. That's just not how it works. It's just not. There's no set doses because everybody's so different. So understand, I'm going to give you general dosing right now, but that does not in any way, shape, or form mean that's going to work for you. This is general dosing, good starting points. Good starting points with aromasin, 12.5 milligrams every other day. But like I said, this is so general. I, like, I need it every day when I run a cycle of even small amounts of estrogen-converted compounds, which I rarely, rarely, you're, you're probably never going to see me run again, to be honest with you. Um, but in the past, you know, my test, even my test, I won't even take it over 200. I don't find it necessary, but that's me. And I'll start getting side effects if I go a little bit higher than that. You've got to utilize blood work, whether you're experienced or not, because things change, especially as you get older. You start having weird reactions to things that you maybe you didn't before experienced users are going to find a dose, a sweet spot, and it's generally going to work. But like I said, things change over time. Just remember that. Like the way that your body responded when you were 30, it's not going to be the same when you're 40. I can tell you firsthand. You know, blood work is everything here because without blood work, we're just guessing. We're literally just guessing. It might be a good educated guess, but it's not a guarantee. All right we're all so different. So blood work, blood work, blood work, blood work, please. I, I implore you if, if anything, just stay on top of that. Now the half-life is like 25, 27 hours. So you can easily get away with every other day dosing. All right. Um, you can do it once a day, just fine as well. But every other day is what most people do. But once again, like somebody like me, I need it every day. Or like, you know, I'm telling you 12.5 milligrams every other day. Let's say you find that works for you. Well, then you could do 6.25 every day if you like or stick with the every other day. <clears throat> it just depends. So just remember, be cautious, be careful, and don't just wing it and, and put in the time. I won't continue to beat a dead horse and repeat myself. I know you guys get it. I'm just stressing it because it it's of concern and it's a problem I always see. But look... Utilize these to your advantage. Don't misuse them. And they'll be very beneficial to you. Misuse them and you're going to be one of those people out there posting about how nobody should use them and this, this, and this. But that's not true either. So that being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli signing off.